0: if you don't start now, like if you don't start where you are with what you have right now, you will never get to where you're going. There's never the right time or a good time to like make a transition or to do something. But if you don't start in this moment, you'll never get started.
1: You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 121, episode number 198. We're hammering down on 200. Cannot believe it. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely excited and full of gratitude that you are taking the time to listen to this episode. Remember, you can find this episode and all the other conversations and the contemplations on christophlewis.com forward slash podcast or on any of your favorite podcast apps. And you can find me on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. My guest today is the airborne unicorn, miss Stephanie worth. And we had a great conversation. I think we broke a record with how many topics and subjects we talked about. Like this was littered with great, great information. A few of the things we talked about are that she's active duty army right now. And she has a business on the side. So how is that possible? And what I love about that is, regardless of if you are in the military or if you're a civilian, to have this day job, this really strenuous day job that takes up a lot of your time, be able to create something on the side, be able to create that time to do something. Don't be held down by these shackles that I believe that society has convinced us, deceivingly enough, that we can't do all of these things. We can't find the time or do anything we want to do when in reality you don't find the time you have to make the time to do what you want to do and Stephanie does just that we also talked about how it's so easy to say you're gonna start something like you just you just have to start take the first step for a journey like to whatever the journey of a thousand miles start with one step it's so easy to talk about and it said so much but it rarely ever happens. Why is that? And how can you actually take that first step and a plethora of other great things like I said. So thank you so much for listening. Please share this with a friend. Check out all the other episodes we have. This is guest number 121. There's 120 other guests and there's a whole other segment in the podcast called contemplations where it's just me sharing information that I've divulged in my life and through this podcast. So without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis podcast, create your career.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, it's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to record again, as everybody knows. If you're a repeat offender, if you listen to the podcast a lot, I'm always so excited to record these podcast episodes. And I was just telling you a little bit off camera that you, amongst a lot of other people, are suggested by the listeners. And I think it's really cool to have this like two way podcast, if you will, that it just it feeds itself, and it's really cool. And that. To me, like when somebody suggests somebody, it's both. There's a couple things going on. Like one, I feel great about how the podcast is doing, and two, I feel that they like the listener actually knows like what kind of goals I'm trying to make with the podcast and helping other people. And I think like the second part of that really is that the guest that they suggest is like awesome off the bat. Like I like don't have to do really any much due diligence because that person obviously listens to podcasts and know that this person would be a perfect fit for the podcast. So thank you so much. I'm really appreciative of that. But before we get into the rest of the episode, do you mind telling us a little bit more about yourself?
0: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I really appreciate the recommendation and you having me on. Um, A little bit about me. I'm an active duty captain in the army. So obviously anything I say is (laughs) my words and not attributable to DOD. But Um, So I've been in the Army for 10 years now. Um, I'm a logistics officer. I'm currently at ILE at Quantico. But the real reason I'm here is because I am also a certified personal trainer, and I've spent the last two years um, starting a business to help specifically women uh, with increasing their strength, recovering Mm -hmm. from, you know, kind of. The underserved populations of personal training so women that are you know recovering from surgery having a baby uh, like major life changes and then also i have a couple clients that have gone through like some serious trauma like Mm. in their life and kind of making fitness be a way for them to move forward and recover from that
1: that's that's really cool because obviously there is a plethora of certified fitness coaches out there personal trainers out there but to find such an important niche that helps people because that's a really, really hard place to be. All those things that you describe, those traumas or whatever, like physical injuries. And again, like the, the repeat listeners know that I had a really bad neck injury that took me out of lifting and running for seven months. And it's so like mentally, it's really hard to come out of that. And when you have help, it helps so much. So how did you identify like that, that those are the type of people that you wanted to help?
0: Yeah, definitely so actually i can absolutely credit my time in the army with that oh, um so okay. just in the time from being like a platoon leader to being a company commander the time i enjoyed the most was you know spending time with soldiers especially through yeah. like pt and not your traditional like let's all go for a run pt yeah. like what are your actual goals and let's get after them together yeah. and i miss that like yeah. in the time after company command sitting on staff, being in school. And I was like, how can I figure out a way to do this for regular people that probably mm-hmm. don't have access to that? Mm-hmm. So that sort of led me. Down
1: Interesting. Through. Yeah, the The military, I was in the military for almost a decade. And I was a fitness leader as well. And I really enjoyed that it, w- it was difficult. Yeah. It was both trying of myself. Um, and it was like, you wouldn't think it, or at least I didn't think it naively, maybe. But it was it was one of the greatest leadership positions that I was in, actually. And I can totally see why you wanted to do that. Um, I don't want to discount your ten years in the military service, though. That is um, a feat in itself. Like I said, I was in I was nine years, so I know how long a decade can be. But I do want to back <laughs> up even a little bit more because I enjoy talking about careers. One of the goals of this podcast is always to articulate to the listeners that. There are many ways that you can take their your life, but you can take them where you want. So like you said, what why I love your story and what is your career's is that you're able to be active duty and do these things on the side. And I love highlighting your story because it shows that you don't have to be like strapped to doing one thing because I think. And I and I will say from a lot of times from experience, people think like, oh, I'm in the military, you know, I'm in this contract, I can't get out, I can't do anything else on the side, but there are so many options. So the first question that I want to ask the lead into the next question would be, why did you join the military? And is it your plan to stay in for, you know, 20 years, like many are?
0: Yeah, so actually, I, it was never my plan to join the military. Okay. Um, I went to college for economics and got a job right out of college, but it happened to be 2008, which was literally the worst time to get a job <laughs> in economics at a bank. Yes. Um, so I started working at a bank. I was there for about a year, and um, the bank that I was working at ended up being bought by another bank, and okay. there was like all of this sort of turmoil, like what am I going to do? And it was really funny because I would eat lunch every day at this sandwich shop that was, you know, if you're from Philly, you know what Wawa is. So I would get lunch at Wawa every day and stand in line with the recruiters from the recruiting station and just, you know, kind of talk to them or like be like, oh, what do you do? I don't really know anything about the military. And I was telling them, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm going to lose my job. I think I have to move. I don't know. And they're like, you should join the army.
1: (laughs) So here I am. That's, that's funny how Ten it years works later. Yeah. And everybody's story is <laughs> yeah. different. Um, I'd had no clue that I wanted to join the military. Yeah. I never saw myself like that. And it's funny how these like, you were just at Wawa and Wawa is amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here down in Norfolk right now. And I absolutely love oh, Wawa. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely know. So I love Wawa and beautiful things clearly come out of Wawa. So that, is, that is yes. perfect, you know? So, and then you're, you're doing this as well. So you've been in for 10 years, you're able to do this on the side. You're able to help people and i always ask people this question that it sounds obvious to people and it is like why do you choose to help people like what inspires you where does this passion for inspiration comes from because if you go to stephanie's instagram page for example and you read like the quotes and things like that like it is highly geared towards inspiration and there's like a plethora of quotes that i I probably couldn't even write down here because there's so many good ones but like where does your your specific passion for insp- inspiring others come from?
0: You know, so I'll tell you, um, it's really all those things on there are the exact same things I tell myself.
1: Ah, um, that's so really cool. I
0: remember being in this uh, lecture, like probably five years ago, and it was uh, this general was saying, you know, when you make a decision, I think it is actually a Mattis quote, but I didn't know that at the time. But he said, you know, when I make a decision in the military, it's not that. I'm the one making it. I don't make it in 30 seconds. I have, you know, X number of years of experience Mm -hmm. that led me up to be Mm -hmm. able to make that decision. And, you know, I kind of found myself with my fitness journey being like, why am I not documenting this and figuring out a way to share it with others? Like all the things that I've overcome and all the hours that I've put into researching this for myself, for Mm -hmm. my soldiers. Why am I not sharing it? So that's sort of over the last two years after I came out of command and sort of, you know, really had no audience or outlet to share that information. I was like, how can I document this and, you know, kind of better other people through the research Mm -hmm. I've done and have it not be for nothing.
1: You know, so that's sort of Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. And I and I love that answer because it coincides with almost exactly one of the many reasons that I do this podcast. I yeah. Love it because I get to learn and then I not only get to learn, but it's obviously recorded and people are clearly listening to this right Ooh. now. So I'm able yeah. to learn and educate other people with all these other stories that like people may not get the opportunity to speak with you or the other hundred and twenty people that I've been able to speak with. So now there's this, you know, conglomeration of all these people and all this information and I've like now had 121 people that I've gotten to ask like really cool questions from and learn more about your why and be inspired that these people are going out there and doing it because I, again, like a lot of times I thought that uh, life was, and this is so silly in retrospect, but I thought life was so linear and you could only do like one thing at a time. Like, and then now I have a day job and I have a family and I podcast and there's like, just, you can make time for things even though you think you can't. And I, I just love that you have this, continuous yearning for knowledge and then you were able to move that into helping other people because helping other people is such, such an important thing that I don't want any anybody to miss. So that's really neat. And I also think it's neat that <laughs> not at the time again clearly but uh when you were in the you said you were working at a bank for a year and it was looking dismal it was 2008 obviously that was not a good time in the united states government and it obviously kind of uh, uh, pulled out into the rest of the world too but specifically here for those listeners in the country in this country but you you weren't like uh, you didn't give up obviously and then a lot of times you can't be in a position to give up but you Looked at your options, and then it sounds like you had the college background. So, you did you go in as an officer, or did you do something else in transition to being an officer? So
0: I went through like college option OCS. So I went to basic training okay. first, and okay. then went to OCS at Fort Benning and commissioned through there.
1: Okay, and uh, speaking of Instagram, I or might have been yeah. your website or something, but I I did see where it said like. What's your own larger goal or purpose? You know, what's your why? And you're asking other people to ask that of themselves. So I wanted to ask you here today, yeah. like, what's your own larger goal? What's your purpose? And what is your why?
0: Um, so honestly, my why for you know, the whole plethora of the things that I do, so from the army to you know the personal training business to supporting my husband and his own mm-hmm. business, is that if you don't start now, like if you don't start where you are with what you have right now, you will never get to where you're going. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I, there's never the right time or a good time to like make a transition or to do something. But if you don't start like in this moment, you'll never get started. So a lot of the things that I do, I'm kind of, you know, I've kind of for the last 10 years sort of kicked around and try to figure out Mm -hmm. what do I want to do? What am I passionate about? And it just been in the last, like, three or four years that I've really like set a focus and a direction based on kind of, you know, what we talked about, helping others, furthering, you know, sort of what I've learned and going forward.
1: Yeah. And and how crazy is that? That's another, I don't want people to miss what you just said. You said for the last 10 years you've been trying to think about this, like what you wanted to do and only in the last three or four years have you really started to identify what that path was. And I think that's really important. That might be, I mean, everything we've talked about is really good so far, but this might be one of the more important ones because we live in an impatient culture. I am personally very impatient. However, I'm 32 years at the time of this recording and let's see, it's been, yeah, roughly 10 years, eight to 10 years of me trying to figure out, like I was saying, like I thought my life should be so linear and now I'm figuring out now, like literally last in just like the last couple of years, what I really want to be doing, and it's still not completely defined, but I know it is rooted in bettering myself every day, making the best decisions I can every day, doing the best I can every day and helping other people every single day. And those are all the things that you're doing as well. But I do want to say again, highlight again, that it's only been like that's 30 or 40% of a decade that you've really had this alignment. But it's cool that you've been able to do that. Because now that you've had that, I imagine, I mean, you're only going to build upon that. And you're only going to excel from here. And you also mentioned your husband has a business and you're helping him as well in that sense. And it's, um, is he have like an entrepreneurial spirit as well, or what? Obviously he has a business. So are you all able to work together as a team, even though you have your separate businesses?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. So he actually, um, he got out of the military. It's been four years and he's still, he's in the national guard still, but he got out of active duty four years ago. Um, and then he is a, uh, he does wedding and event photography and videography okay. and, um, you know, makes short films, like, all, does all of that. Um, so that was, that's been his passion mm-hmm. since I've known him. And he was always kind of afraid to like, Make the leap to turn it into a business, and honestly, it's been so inspiring watching his journey. of you know, like doing that full time now.
1: Okay, Um, Um, and can I assume safely that it is behind you? The Jaw Fox is the photography. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm
0: sitting in his studio because my office doesn't have a door, and you would hear uh, screaming children with the babysitter (laughs) if we're in my office.
1: Yeah, (laughs) my my daughter was just screaming downstairs. My wife so graciously helps me out so I can record at this time of day. But yeah, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. But if you're listening, it's Jaw. Fox photography, but it's really cool that you're able to do that. So now it makes sense, because I know I've I've seen you mention that uh, you are helping this individual to to do this. And it's incredible to to have that teamwork, to have that synergy, to be able to work together and help each other out and support each other. Because I think a lot of times like, okay, so we talked about being in the military, and also doing your passion on the side, not to say that you're not passionate about the military, but being able to support your spouse at the same time, but then in the reciprocal, your spouse is able to support you because obviously you probably don't have a lot of downtime, if I could guess.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, like none. It takes a village. Like, and I think yeah. that's really important too. Like, I, I'm sure you know this too. Like anybody that's starting out to do their passion, like do not be afraid to ask for help because yeah. you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. Like I'm sure you experience that.
1: Yeah. Too. I, I find that the more I ask for help, earlier the better like if i yes so a lot of people and I, there are moments when i subscribe to the notion of fake it till you make it but what i have learned especially since i started a new job and i don't it, there's just so many things and i just need a if i don't know something i immediately ask i write it down and then i can revisit it later maybe i'll ask a second time but i know if i like go oh yeah i know what you're totally i totally know what you're talking about And then I get in a way worse position later down the road. So being able to like, yeah, check your ego for a moment, be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And yeah, like that, that's, that is great advice. It is. And then I know earlier you mentioned that you just have to start. There's no right time. And to a lot of people, it may be like, well, yeah, you have to start, but you don't understand it. Cause like how many other people do you see, like literally that are out there and that are not doing that, even though it sounds simple. Like you can't start yeah. a journey unless you start with one foot, clearly. But right. how many people don't do that? So, how long of the, how long was this idea to be a certified personal trainer an idea? And how did you take your first step towards that?
0: Um, so honestly, like the in the idea mindset, mm-hmm. um, I would say after my first deployment. I was kind of at this mindset that like, I wasn't, I didn't really care about fitness. I was just gonna do <laughs> the minimum. I would kind That's of- That's so funny, you know, yeah. Chronically, yeah. Yeah, like I'm sure you're the same <laughs> way, right? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, and I also, I remember you yeah. saying, or, and again, I, I, there's so much media content. I don't know if again, if it's Instagram websites, but you're saying you went from like college to couch potato, I remember hearing that. yeah And then you went yep. to a personal trainer. So yeah, I'd love to hear about that.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. So after college, like I was, a, um, I was an athlete in college, but I was on the equestrian team which is horseback riding. Yeah. Cool. So that's not like you're not out running, you're lifting weights in order to like muscle this like huge <laughs> animal around basically. Sure. So then sort of when I got the job at the bank and you know, 2008, it was really stressful, gained like a bunch of weight and then had to lose it all to join the army. Oh wow. And then kind of, you know, sort of, I'm sure a lot of people know that once you join the military, you, like overcome your initial steps, you show up at your first unit. Mm-hmm. And for me, I like immediately deployed and was in Kuwait and oh, wow. kind of, Gained, gained a lot of it back um the the weight and just kind of yo-yoed for a while sure. and then sort of was like I need to get in front of this but I want to be a leader because I'm really passionate about my job and you know teaching my soldiers so I want to get in shape yeah. for myself and then just sort of started the journey there so it's really been like an eight-year wow. process That's of so cool, like yeah. refining fitness and then over the last four years like ran a couple marathons, did some uh competitive bodybuilding and was like, you know, I could really do this, like wow. I think. You know, so just sort of yeah. like we talked about, mm-hmm. take the first step and it turns into something that mm-hmm. turns into something. That yeah.
1: Turns into something. It's so cool. The physical example always is really neat to me because it is just that. It's physical, you can see it, and it coincides with what we said earlier how you answered one of the questions of why you wanted to help people. So the physicality aspect is cool because you you know you can better help other people get in shape when when you're in shape like you're not going to go to a gym right. like for anybody that I am not a new year's resolution guy but for anybody that goes to, and wants a new year's resolution wants to go to the gym start working out you know I congratulate you but you should also start tonight but my my point right. is yeah. is like you're not going to go to the gym and be like see the trainer in the corner that's eating cheeseburgers and be like I want that guy or I want that girl you know so yeah. like when you right when you Stephanie can take care of yourself, you can better take care of other people. One, because you have the knowledge, you know what it takes and people have that automatic trust in you. So then that's why I like how it coincided with that question you answered earlier was if you can take care of yourself mentally, if you subscribe to a growth mindset, if you try to better yourself every day then people can see that. Cause like if you're putting out daily content and obviously social media can, you know, be a little shaky, but I think you can really tell, like, I'm starting to be able to like shovel the bullshit to the side and see like who, who is real on Instagram, you know, like if that yeah. makes sense. So but I'm just saying like, when you're like that consistently, you, you know, you're putting out these quotes and you're talking to people and you're putting all this good content, uh, people will subscribe to what you subscribe to. And I think it's this like forest fire that catches and other people want to be a part of that information. And that's yes, thank you. That is, that is awesome. I, I wanted to talk about something you said you're, you know, you got to give up something, or a lot of times we do give up things to achieve goals. And I can say <laughs> easily, I've given up like 95% of my free time to do this podcast. If I'm not working my day job, if I'm not with my family, I am right here at this very desk recording or editing or doing something like that. What are the, some of the yeah. things that you've had to give up to achieve your goals, whether it be in the military or with a personal trainer?
0: Yeah, definitely. So the same thing, you know, you just kind of you figure out what's really important and mm-hmm. then you sort of focus on those things. You get mm-hmm. really good at prioritizing, mm-hmm. you know, so yes, I've missed, you know, just kind of being able to relax in the evening or just chill, yeah. but you kind of, you make time for that too, because sometimes yeah. you do have to recharge, but Yeah, you give up a lot of free time. You give up time to go away with friends or as I'm sure, you know, too, you know, you're like, everyone's going out to dinner on Friday. Can you come? (laughs) And you're like, no, I want to hustle so that I can have the life that I wanted, you know, like later. So I'm doing all these things now so that I can have Mm -hmm. something greater in the future.
1: Yeah. And that's hard to do, especially. So there's two things that I take away from that. One, you, you do miss the relaxing. But I will say that when you do finally relax, like I typically don't do anything after work on Friday, like Friday, I'm off. I have date night with my wife and we go do our thing. And I will tell you that it is so much like when I finally like soak into the couch, I'm like, wow, like I earned this and it feels really, really good. Uh, another thing you said, like when people, you know, want to go out or whatever, uh, I I would say that if you consistent, not you specifically, but anybody listening to this, maybe including you that if you do have constantly have friends that are constantly asking you to go out and do all these things, and maybe they don't align with the things that you want to do in your life, you know, and yeah. you, but I think the more you do that, the more they recognize how consistent you are actually about that. Because I know I'm very consistent about the things that I want to do and the goals that I want to achieve in my life. And I know that people recognize that. And I guess I also probably don't have a lot of friends, so people don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally get that. But I, yeah, like I said, the, the relaxing is, is so much more rewarding Have you had any major obstacles through these, I mean, not even in the, not even in just the last 10 years, but before the military or just in your life, have you had any obstacles that you haven't overcome to get to where you are now? And what did you learn from those?
0: So I'll say like listening to your podcast and some of the people that you have had on here, the obstacles they've overcome have been absolutely (laughs) like insane so nothing compared to that <laughs>
1: well we're all different you know, we're all all so a,
0: different. <laughs> you've had people that have been so inspiring um oh my gosh. so i'll tell you like i'm a pretty chronic podcast listener i have a pretty long commute so i listen oh, to cool. a lot of podcasts and man like some of the people you've had well, on thanks for like listening Christine to mine. like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like she
0: yeah. is fantastic like so yeah. many obstacles so many things they've overcome so nothing compared to like many of the people you've had on um and they just yeah um,
1: well well I would I would tell you personally and again anybody listening that we all have our own obstacles and I think they are all so relative to each one of us they're all so unique to one of us and I, I don't like to I saw somebody like comparing a tragedy the other day and I was like first of all, I didn't even engage because it was on social media. and I'm like, this person's just going to go off on me. But I, I will say in my head, I was thinking like, you can't compare tragedies. You can't compare obstacles or most interesting problems. You know, as I say them sometimes in your lives, because they're just, we all like, we could experience, you and I could go experience something in the military right next to each other, like on a deployment or something, a tragic event. And I could be like, Oh, that was shitty, but you know I'm okay. And you could be like, oh my God, I need, I have to go talk to somebody right now. You know, so yeah, everything is so different. No, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But what I think is even equally inspirational about that in of itself is that even you know, regardless of not having any, and I'm sure I'm sure we could get into it. Um, but even you know, not saying anything in that respect. Continue to help people, you know, despite that that lack of adversity. Maybe I think is saying something because a lot of times, if people have that quote unquote, and I'm not saying you've had a comfortable life by any means, please, but. I'm saying when people have had you know you're saying uh something like that and but then you do con- continue to help and choose to help people I think that's very inspirational that you you do do that
0: well I appreciate that and it's it, you know it's all perspective too yeah. and it's something that like you said something that somebody overcomes and it was like oh that was like nothing like mm-hmm. not a big deal that's like a huge mountain for someone else to climb so yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and I always kind of have the mindset of like you never really know what somebody's really going through yeah. um you know like yeah. when you talk to someone or when you deal with them and i'm sure you deal with this too like with um you know just in work and in your podcast like when you're talking to someone you're like i don't really you, like especially if you know someone's not had a good day or you've not had a good day and you don't really know what somebody else is yeah. going through i experienced that so much with like personal training with being like hey man just like come on get up let's mm-hmm. do this girl we can get through this And you know what someone is going through can't always be written off so easily Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. sort of you know sort of something that i've definitely learned along the way of like yeah you know (laughs) people don't experience things the same
1: way yeah yeah unfortunately it took me a little while to learn that i a lot of times maybe other people too probably but i assume like from the surface like you said you're like come on like get up or whatever like why is that person you know or whatever (laughs) i But you have no idea what's going on. You don't know. Like, that's why, like, and it's, and I've had, I think I dedicated like a whole episode to it, like about just like smiling, you know, and just like be nice to people. And like, you have no idea what people are going through on a, on a daily basis. Like this, this is the way I see it. So next time I challenge you guys listening, when you have a really shitty day to when you're driving or when you're out walking or when you're out in public People looking at you, they have no... Cl- like, think about what just happened. It's going to be really easy because it's going to suck. And think about the people that are walking by you and they look happy and cheerful because they have no clue. And how could they? So, on the right. inverse, like, when you're out and you're looking at those people, maybe they're giving you that resting bitch face. And you're like, what the F is yeah. their problem? But, yeah. like, maybe they had something similar to what you experienced in this example, in this experiment, you know? It's just that easy. It may sound obvious, but... No. So I love that you brought that to our attention because that is so damn true. And it's, it's definitely something that we can, it's empathy, right? Like it's even, it's, that's not necessarily empathy in the sense of you know what they're going through, but understanding that you may not even know what they're going through and then being respectful of that. And I think that's, that's a key point right there. Clearly, clearly you have to stay educated with the military. You have to stay educated with your personal training, uh, especially being certified like what, what are the, some of the things yeah. that you do on a daily basis to ensure that you s- continuously subscribe to this growth mindset and that you continue to be at the top of your game, the most educated that you can be for your clients and for the military.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, before I was having to commute, cause I commute to Quantico right now from Richmond, which is far yes. like four yes. days a week. I'm doing that commute. <laughs> wow. It's like an hour and change in yeah. the car both ways wow. uh, on the way they are. So I, um, before I did that, I would make sure make sure to read an hour a day, just something. Good
1: for like, you. Awesome. It could be
0: fiction, it could be nonfiction, it could be articles, it could be anything. But now I'm listening to uh, like podcasts, audiobooks for two hours a day. And I'll tell you like the That's amount so cool. of information that yeah. I've processed in the last like six or seven months of doing that has just, I feel like yes. greatly increased my personal training game. It's helped me with military like with current events with what's going on like I feel so much more knowledgeable just having that time from my commute and I'm super excited for the future when self-driving cars become a thing because (laughs) then you can read and drive (laughs) at the same time and I can't wait because that's gonna be such a huge time saver
1: that um yeah but yeah no I love that same question
0: to you do you what do you do
1: So it's so funny that you answered it that way. And I say funny, because I am the exact same way. When I was living, we just while we were down here in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area for about eight years, and I moved up north in uh, Nova for about a year, and then I'm back here. So for that whole year, we were driving back down here for family. And that was a four and a half hour drive with traffic and same road, you know, similar so right. we would, my wife and I were like, oh my God, this is terrible. But then we started listening to podcasts the entire way. And we'd listen to one, maybe two, yeah. one way. And I was just like, give me, tra- give me all the traffic. Like just yeah. trying to like play Jedi mind tricks with myself, you know, yeah. and like, be like, I don't give a shit about traffic. I just want more podcasts. And I would actually sometimes right. be upset that there wasn't as long of a drive as I could have. And then, so that's one, I definitely agree with the podcast. And then the second thing is reading. Like I'm on a reading spree. If you guys don't know, I'm on a um, one book a week challenge. I used to think that I was not a good reader, but then I was like, well, who the hell am I kidding? Like, I'm just not doing it. So start doing it and you'll just get better at it. So, um, like, yeah, yeah, I'm on book number 35 right now and I'm just having a, having a great time. I'm learning a lot and I, I think it's one thing to listen to the podcasts and it's one thing to read the books, but are you able to apply that knowledge? I'm curious. And and how are you able yeah. to apply that knowledge just through some of the things we've talked about maybe or. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So in yeah. those
0: instances, absolutely. And then the other thing I'll say that I didn't actually add is the amount of time that my husband and I watch YouTube is oh like, okay. we, we watch a... it so much because there is literally nothing that you could do in fitness in for his in his case in photography videography uh in editing like when because you know i edit he edits some of my content mm-hmm. i edit a lot of my own content okay. everything that we've learned that we've taught ourselves from yeah. podcast books <laughs> and youtube that's so like, good. honestly, no yeah. degree required for those things.
1: I know. And how cool is that? So you obviously do yeah. have a career and I always like to note to people as well, like you don't have to go this, again, this linear path of especially what society drives us to. You have to be somebody that goes to college and you know, I personally dropped out of college, but YouTube is so damn good. Like, so I I think essentially what we've uh, discovered together, which many people do know, but I will say right now definitively is that there just is no excuse not to, not to start and not to continue your education. Like I have posed in my question and being able to do it through reading these books, being able to do it, to watch these or listen to these podcasts watch the podcast if you know i'm on youtube as well but and then there we go the third thing like youtube there's so many things on there and just people are are so like people on youtube people on these podcasts and and all these books like getting to learn and being able to learn from other people is absolutely priceless and it's so easy to do it and i think it's so cool that you're able to do that with your husband and i love being able to be a teammate with my wife and I love that you brought that aspect into this podcast. But before we get out of here today, I do want to make sure that people can find you on h- Instagram handles, websites, or anything like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, um, primary means uh, to find me is Instagram, uh, Airborne Unicorn RVA uh, with underscores in between. I'm also on Twitter, uh, RVA Unicorn on Twitter. I have a Facebook page for the personal training. Um, you know, so I primarily, I really only train women. But I can recommend some awesome male trainers cool. on there,
1: and I'm also on YouTube, Airborne Unicorn. So awesome! Yeah. Well, you all will be able to check out all that stuff. It'll be in the show notes, the YouTube's, the Instagrams, and all of the good stuff like that. All right, Stephanie. Like I said, thank you so much for your time. This was really fun. We hit like a ton of topics. I think more than I, yeah. I usually hit, and it was really good. It was like I, was, I feel saturated with knowledge right now. I feel. I feel awesome. I feel invigorated. So thank you so much for your time and have a great rest of your night.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. See ya.